What's that on up yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini trucks to me. <laughs> Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. Gather around and revel in the good word of the lowest common denominator podcast. So this is the third attempt to record this episode. Yes. And luckily, because we've already screwed it up twice, I don't have to come up with anything witty. So I'm not going to elicit a reaction from you or try and come up with any way to introduce our little tagline or anything. But, you know, hey, it's a fresh start. Hey, yeah, well, the third time around, it gets kind of old to try to come up with something witty. It really does. And, and I'm not that smart anyway. So for me, yeah. I'm really dredging the, the bottoms of, you know, creativity there. And, and uh, hey, guess what? We've got 99 subscribers on YouTube now. I, I'm, I'm What? Straight from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky, we're fresher than a dozen eggs from a one-legged brown hen. We put the cult in mini trucking culture. We are your hashtag, Voice of the Low Life. I'm LMC, and this is my co-host, Shay Mullins. Oh. Yes. And we are bringing you another episode of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. This is episode number 15. I'm glad you're keeping count, because I have no idea. I only just looked a few minutes ago when I was <laughs> when I was trashing the first 15 minutes that we already recorded. So long story short, and we'll cut this down a little bit compared to the last attempt. We're doing something a little bit different tonight. We're going to talk about SEMA, of course, but we're doing something a little bit different tonight, as in we have a live... In studio. In studio guest host. And this is something we've not really done before. You know, Tyler did it to some extent with us. Yeah. He, he didn't say for the whole episode. This episode has no plan, no None. format, nothing like that. So it's like normal? Well, yeah, just pretty much. Well, I mean, obviously, we wing everything we do. I really do that. Well, so in life. I'm not kidding. Yeah, I mean, like, how many times do you say to yourself, I know how to do that? Oh, Dude, it got me through college. M- me too. <laughs> Still getting me through college. That and Chegg. <laughs> Quizlet. Everybody's listening. I'm kidding. But anyway, <clears throat> Quizlet. But anyway, that being said, we have a live Honest to God, living, breathing, hardcore mini trucker guest host. And, and he's probably one of your oldest friends. Probably one so. of my old. You know, I hadn't really thought about that, and that makes me feel very sad uh, <laughs> because I don't have a lot of friends. Yeah. And what few I have, he is definitely one of them and has known me a very long time. Uh, we've got Jeremy Dickerson here in studio with us tonight. And let me tell you a little bit about Jeremy before he starts speaking. Jeremy has been, I guess you could say, one of the longest uninterrupted mini truckers in eastern Kentucky in, in the last many years. Jeremy has been around for pushing 20 years now. And unlike many other people, he has never taken a break from it. He has never once abandoned what he really enjoys. What, what do you mean abandoned? Did, like do something else? Yeah, he, he's never once decided that he wants to be a biker for six months. Or, or a brodozer? Or, or a brodozer. Or, you know, into stance. the stance scene, which, you know, I like the stance scene. But, but let's Imports. face it. That's not a mini trucker. It's a happy medium, but it's not a mini trucker. Yeah, I drove stance. He's never right under mini trucking. Oh God, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, but anyway, for almost twenty years, he has been a quiet, unassuming, behind the scenes, but as connected and 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 known mini trucker in this area as anybody. And we're really Dirt excited track. to get not God bless it. <laughs> Broom NASCAR NASCAR. <laughs> Ooh, NASCAR. <laughs> anyway, so we're doing something a little bit different tonight. We have a live guest host, and with no plan, no rhyme or reason, we're just going to sit around Vagisil. for an hour. Did you just say Vagisil? Yes, that like, was, that's, uh, what, that's what Carbon put in his lip during that episode. The NASCAR episode. He put Vagisil in his lip. 
<laughs> the fact that you're nodding at me for acceptance is also my You, you, you don't remember that episode? No, I don't. You never seen the Cartman and NASCAR? I watched every, every South Park episode, You've but never I'm blanking. Seen, oh my no, God. I have. He put Vagisil on his lip, and he kept talking about how he was going to be re- stupid, I believe. All right. So anyway, that being said, we have this guest host, Jeremy Dickerson, with, with, would you quit that? <laughs> with, with no plan tonight, we're just going to tell some stories. You know, this is kind of a, just a random episode and we've not, we've not been on the air, air, whatever, in a couple of weeks. AM radio. AM radio. Oh man, that was a good thing about that other intro. I oh, know. I really enjoyed the AM. We, I'll have to try to bring that back up later. But anyway, so it's going to be three guys sitting around telling mini truck stories and Jeremy is one of the few people that can actually keep up with me, especially when it comes to Eastern Kentucky mini truck stories in the last 20 plus years. So, Jeremy, man, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Lee and Shay. Hey, look at that. That was a lot better than the first time, wasn't it? We didn't have to point. So, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, they canceled SEMA. Shay. Oh, um, so, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. You all right, you all right there, okay, guy? Okay, well, anyways, anyways, Bro Dozer Festival is that we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. They oh, so the festival where they don't bolt everything completely together and it's leaking oil when it arrives and... They that, just wipe it off. Like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Dude, guys. I've never. I can't imagine something actually leaks oil. At oh no, I'll, I'll show you pictures later, and okay. you'll be like, "Wow, this is what we came down to." Samo to me was well, growing up was the show, the big show. Yeah, of course. You know, it had the top quality of everything. Now, eh, I've seen more pictures in the past two years of. I guess. I guess it's because of the age of technology, and we can take pictures. Walking around. Well, okay, let's 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 bounce this to our guest because he is a fabricator that works in an actual fabrication shop that does some honestly SEMA quality builds. And uh, what, what do you think the case for this would be, Jeremy? Why why does the quality seem to be kind of dropping at shows like SEMA? That is awesome. Did you Go just drop Shay. your phone? That's what I'm talking I, about. I just dropped my phone. Wow. You just pulled, <laughs> you just pulled a show. That is a hell of a way to... <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm going to break something. <laughs> All right. So, so let's try this again. You as a fabricator, why do you think that the quality is dropping at shows like SEMA? Well, to be honest with you, Lee, I'm really... I'm at a loss of words, really. Okay. 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 Uh, I mean, are you seeing the same thing that Shay is seeing as far as can you tell from pictures and stuff like that that the quality seems to be not what it used to be years I have, ago? I have. Okay. Uh, you can tell from pictures. I mean, like Shay was talking earlier, wavy body lines, wavy paint. Wow. Uh, I mean, it has gone downhill. Do you think they're just rushing it to get it out? I mean, is it deadlines being, you know, pushed I'd, to the last minute or what's going on? I'd say that's 90% of it. That's very interesting, actually. Now, now, Shay, you've never been, right? No. See, I've never been either. Uh, Jeremy, I'm assuming you've not been. I've never been. But, you know, like, we got a lot of mutual friends like Shannon. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Shannon Bullis has went thousands and thousands of times, if that's at all possible. And, uh, you know, I think probably Clint Perkins has went as well. I would say Clint Perkins and, uh, and, you know, those guys kind of give us some feedback on those type of events and stuff. And, and I live vicariously through them. I don't get the chance to enjoy something like that. But I'd like to go one day, actually. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd love Not to go. this year. Obviously. No, no, sir. <laughs> obviously. No, the plague's out of there. Man, that. 2020 is, is just it's a seriously. Shit year. It's a shit year. It's, it's it is. It's it's really, I don't know at this point what we have to sacrifice to what God. Um, because, you know. I did the goats already, and I'm going to move the, the rabbits, and uh, we're going to see how this goes. Well, you know, <laughs> we're, we're mini truckers, so we're probably not going to find any virgins anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> or active volcanoes. Oh, my, you know, my, my wife's family, they've, they've had their I thought you were going to say your wife's a virgin. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, no. 
God, that would be awful. Someone, <laughs> someone, please shoot me. Yeah, that would anyway, be awesome. I mean, awful. Her, her family, their, their house is at every natural disaster you can think of. So now the joke is that there's going to be a volcano pop up under the house. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because in like two years, like a span <laughs> of five years, it was flooded and wiped out by a tornado. I can already tell you this episode is going to be an absolute fucking mess. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I was trying to find a group on Facebook about the ugly-ass pictures from SEMA. I'm sure I'm going to find one. Okay. And when I find it, it's going to be on the council page. That's interesting. I can't imagine because Mm -hmm. that has always been the creme de la creme. You know, that's a show that us growing up was you didn't get in unless you were perfect. Exactly. I thought all the trucks were there. But is it the fact that it was always like that? And people didn't have cell phones to upload the pictures. So, well, let me ask you a question. You bring up an interesting point. Now that everything is saw on social media, like throughout the entire build process almost, do you think that people are scrutinizing the work more? Do you think, like, maybe it's not as bad as you think. It's just that now we know so much more to what to look for, what flaws to look for. Well, a bolt popping out is usually a good given to me. Well, all right, fair enough. Then I guess the, more, the stuff I've seen has been the more. It's actually stuff. A, there was actually a full floating bolt. Yeah, like, yeah, like out like an inch and a half. Well, you know, it's by design. It's a new type of link. <laughs> <laughs> I could have swore I seen a it's bunch like of a zip joint. ties around an item too, and they didn't cut well, the they didn't cut the the now slack I know, off. Now I know your BS. No, I'm not. <laughs> Fortunately, wow. it was on a bro dozer. All these things I'm talking about were on bro dozers, which is funny because the quote unquote bro dozers, the amount of just like powder coating and paint and polish that goes on underneath them, there's there's been more money on that alone than I'm going to spend an entire truck build. No, that's that's very true. So of course, then again, I was looking at Jeremy's truck earlier, and he has braided brake lines and, like, braided hoses. and Man, from my own yeah. heart, all of mine are going to be braided. I have all the stuff to do it with. Oh, yeah. So just to give everybody an idea, this cat pulled up in a body-dropped S10 on 20s all the way around. Uh, that's his daily driver. That is what he drove to the, you know, the AM radio now back show tonight. To, back to what I believe what a mini trucker is, um, that kind of defines it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if Jamie Swift listens to this episode, I bet you that he will concur 100% because he actually wrote me after the episode. I don't know if I've ever even told you this. No. And yet. gave his own definition. What was his definition? Well, I tell you what, I don't remember it good enough to repeat it verbatim, and I don't want to just summarize it. It was excellent. Uh, if he gives me permission to read it on another episode, I'll do that. Mm. But I'll definitely let you see after. It's just not my place to, you know, quote him in a private conversation that we had. Maybe he doesn't want that because it was it was a good one, but it may have ruffled some feathers too, which I think oh. was pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It's but no, as far as hardcore mini truckers, you know, that's the kids sitting over here in the corner. And sorry, Jeremy, you're always gonna be a kid to me. <laughs> you, I'll be 69. You'll be 63. You're still a kid. I'm not gonna live to 69. Who am I kidding? Fair but, enough. <laughs> but anyway, that being said. You know, when I think of hardcore mini truckers, you always pop into my head. And just like I said earlier, you never once shied away from that. And, and we're going to kind of kick over to you for a second because I like the ideal that I'm that I'm working on in my head here. You've never shied away from the mini truck scene, but I have a feeling there's been times that you almost felt like you either should or sometimes you get frustrated. You know, have you ever dealt with that in being a mini trucker for so long? To be honest with you, I think... I've I've dealt with it a lot. Uh, now I did, I wouldn't say take a break, but from the last big heritage, H, H word, H word. I thought we, I thought we, I thought we told <laughs> you that. Let's get into the day. Let's be honest. All right, yeah. Uh, but from the for, from that last one, we got them all flustered now. <laughs> I know it, right? <laughs> yeah. You can say H word. You can say Rattlecan Nationals. Rattlecan Nationals is what I usually go with. Anywho. Uh, 
blew an intake gasket on the show truck, which okay. is the extended cab S10. Which defined the show truck. That's also a full frame build on body dropped on 20s, right? Not full frame, backed half, but will be full okay. frame. Okay, I was thinking, I couldn't remember. All that's right. the one with the air tank frame. Ah, I got you, got you, got you. All the crazy tube and spikes yeah. Yeah, everywhere. You build an uh, air tank frame? Yes. Is that I fun? Can, I can see your gears turning from here. I was going to do it in my truck. It's, I'm going to delete the tank, and that's the, the easiest way to do it. It's definitely the easiest way to do it, but it is a headache. Mm. Chasing pinholes after pinholes after pinholes. I was pin just holes. going to take a piece of tube and put it inside of the frame. Cheater. My whole, my whole, <laughs> fr- or the whole back half, like literally both side rails, every cross member, everything is part of the air tank. Wow, that is a it, lot of work. Seven, yeah. seven point two <laughs> gallons. Is, really? is what it come up to, yes. Oh, wow, that's a super See, good. I don't know. I don't have the math skills to calculate that type of it. I am curious about that myself. M- my boss was the one that done it. Uh, <laughs> something about where he used to work in NASCAR, the Ugh. the weight of a gallon of water, and you divide that by this or that. And then it, <laughs> yeah, over yep. my head. Like, whoop. <laughs> some serious math talk tonight. We got Neil deGrasse Tyson here with us. And... Uh, Wow, that's a that's a whole lot of work, man. I, I had did you paint the frame after that? To yeah, keep yeah, it's actually uh, 2012 Camaro Synergy Green with a pearl black, and it is uh, chroma base PPG base coat clear coat. Since we're just doing all wow. stories tonight, I'm gonna go all the way back. At this point, I don't remember if we've talked about his original days in his first club on this episode or this part or what we deleted. I think we deleted that one. Yeah. Well, okay, then then I'll tell you what. I'm going to go ahead and tell you where I met you at the first time. I met you the first time. Oh, yay. Guess who didn't silence their phone? I'm awesome. (laughs) After getting onto YouTube for it. It's uh, okay. I dropped mine. (laughs) And because I've got really lazy, I have no intention of editing it out. (laughs) You're going to hear his phone clatter all over the floor. We're going to play some Benny Hill music in the background. But anyway, that being said, I met you in the early 2000s at a show down here in downtown Weisberg. And I say down here because literally our studio is right beside of where the show was. And you were in a club back then, correct me if I'm wrong, called Playlo Customs. Yep. Right? And you guys had, what, six, seven members, eight members, something like that? Probably right around there. Okay. Give so or take a few. That's a pretty big club. And in the early 2000s, he was in a club that was almost completely mini trucks but, in right here in Whitesburg. That's really big for Eastern Kentucky, period. Well, God, especially for this town. You know, you may see something like that in Pikeville or Ashland What's or something. What's the population of Whitesburg? Um, put it in perspective. I think it's about 1,700, so 1,700, give or take. And that is a very large number in that case. If you pay attention to the old RC Cola sign, it's 1,534 people plus two grouches. I never understood who the two grouches was. Well, I have always heard. Now, and I'm really quantifying here. This is a huge quantification that's saying I'm just repeating what I've heard. This is not my opinion. Don't sue me. I've always heard that it was two former mayors. One was Ferdinand Moore, who was an old school mayor here in Weisberg. I never met the, the guy in my life. I don't think he was living when I was around. I'm not sure. Um, and then the other one was a another mayor, and he was he's still living, so I'm going to spare the name there. But I've always heard that it's two mayors of Letcher County, and that's why they did that. And for the longest time, it was only one grouch. And they actually went back and edited it. Did it edit it? Edit it? Edit it? Edit it? Edit it? I'm not even going to try that one. I'm just going to skip past that. Okay. 
So carry the show for a second, Shay. My monitor died on me again. Oh, lovely. <laughs> I love when that happens. I don't remember how we fixed it last time either. So SEMA is a horrible show now. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, and and, and t- I had you so lined up to start talking about Jeremy's early experiences. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got I just, distracted. I just, I just, he, I just, he's been on the SEMA kick for I the just, last couple I like, hours. <laughs> I like to bitch, and I'm going to bitch about this. The show that was supposed to define quality no longer defines quality because it's filled with brodozers. This Bro-dozers. is the bro- Yeah, just brodozers. Yeah. Okay, I've we're ne- back in business. I've never I don't know understood. What I don't understand the California squat. Is what it is? Louisiana lean. Uh, disgusting. Yeah. I don't understand. Hey, Justin White come up with that one. I really like that one. I don't understand it because you literally are looking at the sky and you can't see nothing. Yeah, I, I don't know how you could drive like that. I mean, I guess it may be like a, kind of like a Cali lean and a mini. But yeah, then, but did you go? Yeah, but we're yeah, adjustable. Yeah. yeah, we're adjustable. Yeah, but they're not. They drive around like that, and I'm like, you're, you're shameful. Well, it's like you had just enough money to buy half the lift kit, and not the rest. That's exactly it, well, and see, that's the problem. The thing is, guys, is those are actually the most usable trucks there are. Let me let me let me paint you a picture here. Those are all farm trucks. They're for use on the farm, and that's permanent dump. Oh, that's that's so, a good yeah. point. That's so point. it's at a certain angle that it won't start dumping the payload until you travel X amount of distance, and oh. that's how you determine how high you want to lift the front. Oh. If you need to drive 100 yards, it's a 3-inch lift. If you need to drive 500 yards, you know, it's a half-inch lift. If you need to drive 50 feet, it's it's a 9-inch lift. Well, I'd like to state that <laughs> they are a dump. You are exactly right. <laughs> I, I, so, just, I just hate them. I just can't get by it. I mean, it's the thing now. I feel now if we'd had a truck you show. Th- you ever thought and, that you get a little obsessed about things? Yeah, I do. Bed bit. dancers, bro-dozers. Love bed dancers. Yeah. They're beautiful. Uh, the coolest thing small ever. Small clubs. I love so. small clubs, too. Don't want to get me started. Cults. Yeah, we're not going to get started with cults. It <laughs> huh? uh, usually comes yeah, in the end. I, I think now if we had a uh, truck show in uh, downtown Winesburg, you know, we're going to have to. We're going to have to record another episode after this, like a day later, because people are going to listen to them like, oh, come on, guys. We waited three weeks for this. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah so, I, anyway. Well, anyways. <laughs> All right. So, let's talk about. There's no brodozers in Weisberg. That you, if we had a truck show here, there's, they would come from every place you could think of. There's a couple in Pikeville. There's probably more than a couple now. There's, uh, there's a few in Virginia. You know. There's a bunch of them in uh, Parsonsburg and Paintsville. I'd rather see that than the Tri-5 crowd. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I that. yeah. I, if I, I have my chance to hang out with one or the other, I'm going to hang out with the, with the uh, the mall crawlers versus the crybaby dolls. I have, yeah, absolutely. At least those guys understand custom. Yeah, some modification. Form. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't drive around in stock vehicles and think they deserve a trophy for it. The paint's 45 years old. Yeah, it's all original. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> granted, to, it, you, the A track player still works. Shit, you have an A track player, buddy. <laughs> They still make them? (laughs) Apparently so. You can buy them. And somewhere in a very Highlander sort of moment, Alan Williams just looked around and wondered why there was a disturbance in the force. (laughs) 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 So anyway, that being said, um, I don't know. So, yeah, the same thing. I know that you're pretty bummed about it. But are we just seeing certain things based on the photographers i mean i'd say honestly i think it's technology i think that stuff existed before and now it's just everybody has walking around with a camera on their phone uh, you know and every, higher quality cameras too exactly you know it's amazing that everybody with an slr camera thinks they're a photographer now oh i know and i mean hell i did for a day or two <laughs> and and i went through that as well and i really and i've had some stuff published but nothing on a huge scale 
And I also realize that's a ton of work. Oh, really? Is. I mean, so the guys that are really doing a good job, I give them super props. But people like me, they're walking around. Look at me. I've got a camera with a big lens. You know, I don't know the difference between a 65 and a 300 millimeter. Let's, but but they do take a lot better pictures, you know, versus me taking a picture of a camera phone. Absolutely. But it's so hard to record porn with it. It really is. It really, it really is. is. So anyway, the it, tripods are always a little front heavy. Yeah, they really are. you got to have one that's a good tire uh, on it. Yeah. i got a GoPro over here in the corner. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. yeah is that what that's for? Cool. Okay, that figures. Well, not necessarily. Awesome. <laughs> 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 Moving right along here. Uh, so anyway, so did, um, did you drag it on the way here? No, you know his body, are, dude. Give no fucks. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got a point. The rockers is already rusted. Look, Might as well just drag I, them the rest of the way off. Well, I'm, I, I, I came into the scene during the drop and destroyed days, so I'm used to seeing everybody dragging through everything they got, totally flush. I actually had a friend tell me one time he was gonna body drop it and hey, then just drag it flat. Got a question for you, mm-hmm. and that just popped into my head. What's up? In the last 20 years, hmm. is there any one name that has influenced this scene? I'm not even saying positive or negative. I'm actually, you know, maybe even you could argue both directions. But has any one name had any more influence in the quote-unquote scene than Jason Thorbeck? And, and let me let me, let me uh, extrapolate on that. Absolutely not. He, a lot of the Drag and Destroy crowd, and I'm not, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying this in a negative way because people are going to think I'm hating, and I'm not at all. I have a humongous amount of respect for Jason. You and I have talked about him many times oh. offline. He's been awesome to me, you know, personally. Yeah. And he's been awesome, you know, back when we did the Rattlecan Nationals. He was awesome to that. But you know, he was always a big big sponsor and stuff and, and never even wanted recognition for it. You know, he always downplayed. I don't even know if you know that. He would always give me several hundred dollars in gift certificates to give out. Really? But never wanted the flyers, never wanted any recognition. He was just doing it out of the kindness of his heart. He's like, dude, you know, you don't even have to, to say where these come from. You just here, I want you to give them out. And it was always Well, let's be honest, even Thorback stuff is what you really want. When you're... Well, so, but looking at the influence thing, because if Jody Hall had come around in the social media days, then he may have been that influence. It's but true. Thorbeck come around when social media was getting, or was super hot, and, you know, there was so much more communication, so much more name value. And he inspired both, A, the Dragon Destroyer, uh, for better or for worse, the Dragon Destroy scene, I think. But at the same time, how, how did he? Because quite literally, Dragon Destroy was his mark. That was his logos. The the Dragon Destroy stickers. The Dragon Destroy stickers were things that he printed up, and he kind of built that up a little bit. Just I don't know if in jest or just whatever. But that was a lot of his people. Oh God! And, and, and again, I'm, I'm totally sound like I'm hating, and I'm I, not. I didn't even know this. I mean, the Dragon. If it wasn't for the Dragon Destroy well, days, well, I don't think I'd ever. Before we expanded into that. Not only did he inspire that, but he also inspired the ultra-high level of quality, I think, in a mass-produced environment. There was builds way before then that were perfect, period. But you knew, okay, compare Thorbeck's products to, like, the old AIM junk or the road graders and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Well, no, I don't think there's no comparison there. <laughs> None. The quality, so, the, the so actual craftsmanship, the, the materials. So I think that he may have almost inspired both forks in that road. Well, in that case, then you're saying that and again, Jason Thorbeck is the Henry Ford of the mini trucking world. Henry Ford revolutionized the factory building of cars. Maybe. I mean, everything maybe. was built to spec. That's, he was the first person to ever do that stuff. You know, Henry Ford had the assembly line where exactly. everything was, was the exact same quality. It was to the same All, marks, but yeah. it was the same stuff. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, dude, I've got 
How many bag trucks do I got, Jeremy? <laughs> Shit, I don't even know. Uh, at least three right now. Good job now. on that sound, <laughs> too. <laughs> okay, so technically, I've got... I have no idea. You've, no. Got, two, you've got two S10s. No. Wow, no, I just this got, is where we got, went. We're going to count up Lee's trucks. We're going to be here all night. Well, yeah. No, just back, yeah, we're going to be here a actually, while. Actually, <laughs> no, I only have one bag truck. Well, you got a, a truck and a half. Okay, I have the the, the truck. Oh, colors. I thought we were talking about how many trucks he's bagged. I thought we were talking about. I'm that. going somewhere with this, and then I trashed the frame on the Sonoma, the Shop Killer Sonoma, and started completely over, and put quite a bit of of finance into getting things ready for a new build. But like, it's going to be unbelievably simple. It's going to be super. But, but extremely man, awesome. Man, I'm Thank the only you. person that's not done that. What, I, what I'm trying to spit out here, and I don't know why I'm having such a word salad problem tonight, both of my bag trucks that I technically possess right now is all Thorbeck equipment. You know, and so, so that's what I'm saying. And I don't think anybody's going to mistake me for the Dragon Destroy crowd. But at the same time, it is very mass-produced. Now, I've taken my stuff and made it pretty. Well, okay, Vic from Black Label Powder Coat has made it unbelievably pretty. I started to say, I would say more of the line, beautiful, amazing, (laughs) sexual. (laughs) Sexual. I like like sexual, thank you. But at the same time, you strip the powder coating off, it's the same Thorbeck stuff that everybody has, that my buddy Josh Campbell has. I'm going to give a reason why that needs to exist now. Okay, because without Jason Thorbeck, we will go back to the days of people trying to make straight lines by themselves. And uh, that's not a very good answer. Oh Jesus! He he took all the he took all the complications out of it for, for the good. Oh Again, absolutely! Because who wants to build notches? Okay, if the the dragon destroy, he might have inspired the dragon destroy part. But here, get this, and I'm not blaming him for it because I think at that point it need to happen. Well, at that point, you got everybody that's like, well. I ain't buying no $1,500 setup. I can do it for $300, this galvanized tubing of Heim joints. Mm-hmm. And, and then, the, you know, then you're seeing trucks running around with, like, tractor supply, tractor top bars <laughs> as four links. And, <laughs> and uh, anyway, blah, 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 blah. Two links. <laughs> it reverse two links. So, and then the people that don't know why reverse two link is, is you know, impossible. Uh, geogra- or not geographically, geometrically impossible. I have literally heard dumb shit mouth breathers in Letcher County try and argue that a – that wasn't you, was it, Jeremy? I'm playing, so. I'm playing with you. I'm playing with you. But <laughs> I was, did own a two-link one time. Yeah, but it wasn't reverse. No, it wasn't you, reverse. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, you know exactly who I'm talking I, I about. I guess it technically is impossible. Somebody, straight, somebody trying to argue that you could do a reverse two-link to me once. I really don't think it's possible. Well, no, God, God no, what a mess that would be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you would spend it, twice get, as much money to make that work. You get so oh, many, yeah. You get so yeah. many haters on reverse four links anyway. Uh, but you know, then again, ask Jeremy. I put thirty thousand miles on a reverse four link. Yeah, on, on the white truck. And well, and, my and daily awesome. at one point had a reverse four link. Really, all under the original bed floor. You know, huh. I had no problems with mine. I thought it was great. But anyway, moving right along. Um, what the hell were we talking? We're about? talking about him, uh, Jason. Yeah, and his his influence. God, this is was this where we were going with this? Episode? Oh, this is pretty good information, though. What's the matter? Well, I mean, hell, we can't say that we're giving information because I was so unconnected in the grand scale of that. I mean, it's not like I have any inside shop. No, info, no, but but from what we've seen, but just you know, influences and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like so. It, it, he, without him, though, many trucks would think, have never got where it was. I don't necessarily think that he influenced the Dragon Destroy generation, but mm-hmm. I think his copycats and people that wanted his stuff that couldn't afford it or thought they could do it better, which was always kind of laughable and cheaper, 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, well, of course, that's how it's true. But, you know, to me, the Dragon Destroy crowd came from those who wanted to do something with it, not just make it pretty and park it. It wouldn't be the people, the drag racers and things, that wanted to have something to do with it, so... You said something to me once, Shay, yeah. that kind of stuck with me. You said a lot of the reason that some of the mini truckers around here got out of the scene, quote-unquote, was because... And they got into drag racing, because people could drag race every weekend. Yeah. And they said they just wanted to have something to do. Well, those people were never mini truckers anyway. No, I, I, that's true. They, they mean, weren't real mini truckers, but they own mini trucks, and that's the reason why they don't own mini trucks anymore. That chances are they probably didn't even build. Well, they most of them build. I'm not saying oh, really? that they were. Yeah, they're not doing pretty though. Oh well, fair enough. No, that's why they were dragging destroy because they literally didn't care that that was a rental. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. fair enough. Fair enough. I well, I had a friend that dragged the bottom rails off all of his frame once. Nothing I've known a couple people to do There's, that. Journey. It wasn't a C channel anymore. I've it was known channel. several people to do yeah, that. Just, you know, Baby T comes to mind, Travis Schmitter, who's a machinist in Danville that, that uh, we both he know He dragged through well. that yep. much, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He it, dragged. It makes it real safe. Um, I'll tell you another one. Uh, J.W. Houck, if I'm not mistaken, on a – was it the black Toyota or was it Babe? Because he took it off – It was in, Babe. Okay, that he took off the entire bottom of the frame. And that was a body truck. Yes, it was. Nice. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that so was how a, much door did he have to get into for that? <laughs> that thing, that thing, what didn't lack much from being doored already? Because I think it was, I think it was drugged to shit before he got it. <laughs> See, it was to me the Dragon Destroy days had to happen. They were part of it. Without them, I'm not existing. gonna lie, I enjoyed them. I did too because I, that's when the scene was the biggest. It really was, for better or for worse. It was the, massive. It was, yeah, I first seen it because I mean, think back then, everybody wanted a mini truck. At one time, Weisberg had five little clubs on the same area of time. Man, what happened? Is it because the Dragon Destroy Facebook. phase of, the Dragon Destroy phase is, is over with but and everybody left? Well let me ask you this question. Is it gonna take another Dragon Destroy phase to get people back into it in mass? Yeah. From the looks of it. I mean like that makes only that makes what, sense what, to me. Why have people left, and what will it take? Now, I think I know the answer to why people left. A lot of times, and Jeremy can probably agree to this, the bar has been set so high that a lot of people just can't afford it. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. That's, that's fair. And that's, that's where fair. Jason comes in. That's where Thorbeck comes in. He provides that level of quality at a realistic price Absolutely. that is safe. But I guess is part of the thrill of people getting into it doing that stuff on their own? Figuring out why a reverse four link is worse or better than a standard than to, a triangulated. I, I mean, to me, the learning process is my favorite part for anything. So I mean, like, that's what I started to say. That's what really, I thought about oral sex. Yeah. Moving right along, giving or receiving. I'm going to confuse here. But you know, the, the learning is really the funnest part, isn't it? Oh yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Trying to see if you could do this, or if, if you can make this happen, or you can make that happen, exactly. and then you fail like five hundred times, but oh, then there's yes. that one time that it works, and you're right. like, yes, I did it right that time. <laughs> there, and you know, puts me in mind of Lee's gear-driven oh, suspension. I own that. Do you own that? Do I you own, own that? that? I own that, and it actually is sitting right beside my building. Are you who ended up with that? Yes, I am. Wow. Because you was gonna throw it away, and I there. salvaged it. It's funny. I thought I thought uh, Adam Tipton from Gate City actually had that. I didn't realize that. No, no. I have it. See, all four uh, sections. To, to me, to me, the 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 fun part about anything is the learning process of how you could do it. Just I realized not, not a lot of listeners know what we're even talking about. But at one time. Uh, uh, I attempted a 
gear-driven cantilever suspension. And uh, I had a couple people work on it, and nobody had any luck with it. And the next-to-last guy that worked on it really didn't have any luck with it. It took like 180 pounds of pressure in the back to lift an inch and a half. And then Casey Harden, you know, legendary Casey Harden, joined me one day. And we went down and looked at the truck, and uh, it was so amazing. And this is the mindset of people that just blow my mind. Casey went down and looked, and we went to the shop where my truck was currently at. He took some measurements. He studied on it for a few minutes. And he said, okay, we'll come back and fix it in the morning. I'm like, all right. We stopped by a dollar store on the way back to the hotel. He grabbed a college notebook, one of those black and white little paper notebooks, and went back to the hotel. It was a Motel 6. I remember that because, you know, I didn't have any money. <laughs> and he's laying there on the bed and just taking notes. And before I knew it, he had 17 pages. I remember it because I kept them forever of calculations, mathematical calculations, drawings, like diagrams. Went the next morning, cut one of the bars off on each side, moved it like three quarters of an inch, tack welded it in place. Magically, 40 pounds of pressure lifted it. Wow. Yeah, true story. Wow. Casey is a guru. Well, he's an engineer. He's a legit, honest-to-God, educated wow. engineer, and he even taught industrial engineering you know, at a community college in Moorhead for a long time before he hmm. ran off to the West Coast and did whatever he does in the West Coast. Uh, but there's not many minds that were as brilliant. Now, keep in mind, Casey Harden, the guy we're talking about, was the guy who had the first everybody drop truck east of the Mississippi River. East of the Mississippi River. That's Casey Harden. He so, is as a legend as they ever come. And um, and he, he fixed it. So they had a chance, and that was definitely, I don't want to say innovative, because I think to be innovative, it has to be something that helps the world, you know. Efficient. But it was neat. Oh, yeah. It, it was, looked cool. It was neat as hell. It looks so. cool. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, but see, looking cool, though, is part of mini trucking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? I mean, like, uh, do we do it for any other reason? No. Because driving, we look cool? Driving through town and looking cool. <laughs> that's, that's literally it. I would have to agree. At, at least it makes you feel like you look cool. Yeah. I mean, everywhere I drive in mine, I'm like 10 pound, of, 10 pound of air. I mean, that's it. The lower I can get it to the ground, the better. I love it. Dude, the what the fuck looks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love those. Oh, I, I got God. that at the gas station when I aired it out over in Virginia to go in and get gas. Some 80-year-old man's like... <laughs> just a weird look. <laughs> I had a friend. We was uh, he pulls into a car wash. It was this old man on the other side, and he lays it out. We get out of the vehicle, and that old guy goes, "Son, why, why'd you do that for?" He's dead serious. Looks him in the face and says, "Well, I couldn't reach the top." Oh my god. <laughs> 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 the old guy just turned around and walked away. I was like, oh, that was perfect. <laughs> just, I will know, have to use that one day. <laughs> we have always joked about, you know, the hill jacks coming up and saying, boys, you ruined a perfectly good truck. And, and <laughs> oh like God, I've, I've heard that my whole life. Well, so many <laughs> times. Has anybody ever actually really come up and said stupid stuff like that to you all? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so much. <laughs> give, give me an example. I want to hear from both of you all on this. Oh, well, we was walking into this little deli one time, me and my buddies, and we, he laid out his truck before he went in, of course, which we're supposed to do. And a uh, guy walks in behind talking to his buddies. I'm going to interrupt you. That's funny. That's young. Because I stopped laying my truck out everywhere. Jeremy, oh. Jeremy still does it. He's more hardcore than me. Always laying. I guess I guess my stuff wasn't reliable enough. I never knew it would come up again. <laughs> we didn't either. When we you get either, when you get my age, it's just a little bit harder to get it up. <laughs> they make medicine for that now. <laughs> so anyway, moving right along. So what we. When we walked in, we was, you know, looking for candy bars and getting pops, and we were ready to leave. And uh, this old guy walks in talking to the, the owner and said, there's a truck out there sitting on its tars, bud. 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, random funny story for me. It's not funny. It was actually terrible, and I'm a terrible human being. Huh. I was hanging out at the hotel once at Super 8 in Weisberg. Yeah. And it was a couple of days before Heritage, and I think I was actually in there talking to a manager or something, kind of getting everything ready. Well, I had the, then I called it the pink truck, but it was a mint uh, green uh, S10, a bagged S10 that had. never got rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> that had that had shop lettering on the doors that Eric Jones did, which I thought looked amazing. It was, a good and it, was truck. it was lettered for the Bluegrass Funeral Home. It, it was a good looking truck. It was a very good looking truck. I thank, like the thank you guys. I, I, what was the saying on it? Uh, we're the last to let you down. See, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. It, it, it was like the, the best phrase ever. It really was. <laughs> I'm not creative. My dad came up with that. <laughs> Go but, back. <laughs> <laughs> There's my dad shout out for this episode. It happens every time, but it, which is funny though, because he was the most influential person ever on that kind of stuff for me. So that was his thing. Uh, we're the last to let you down. It was later for the Bluegrass Funeral Home. That's great. Well, anyway, it was sitting out front at the Super Eight. Now, of course, I had it laid out, and uh, which you know, you're even, supposed to do. You know, I just made fun of you for saying that. You're supposed and, to do that. And, as you go. And I'm sitting there talking to the manager, and this older lady comes in. And she just looks like like somebody just ran over a cat. She just has this look. And you know she had nine of them. She just had this look. Man. And she goes up and she's like, I'm here for a funeral. And there's a truck in the parking lot that, that is making light of funeral homes. And I find that very disturbing. And I need you to find the person who owns that vehicle and have them move it. And the manager just looked at him like they were stupid because, you know, number one, she's paying 60 bucks a night. Number two, in a week, I'm filling up the entire hotel and giving them their most profitable weekend of the year. <laughs> she's like, oh, well, I'm not sure who that belongs to, but I'll get right on that. <laughs> anyway, I, I, just, I pulled up beside this guy once, and I, I barely had the volume turned up. I'm more or less respectful to windows I might break. More out. or less respectful. Well, right. I don't want to pay for their windows when I bust them. I'm just just saying that's I don't want to pay for no shop window. It's stuff's expensive. Anyways, this I pull in. I'm parked there for a second. I probably ain't there for like maybe 15 seconds. And this old guy starts laying on his horn beside me. I'm really saying, turn it down. What's the first thing I do? You turn I, it up I, all the way, all the way. <laughs> and I gave him a thumbs up. Yeah, I gave him a yeah. thumb. I literally gave him a thumbs up, and right. that man flipped me off and pulled out like it was. I had scorned his family, mind you. I was playing walk with me in hell. Right, sure. Blast. You know, of course I mean, you were. I mean, but. Still. So, Ed Kane, and I think it's just me and Ed. I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, Ed Kane and I were driving through downtown Morristown, Tennessee once. And at the time, Ed had a 1966 Cadillac hearse that he received. Have I told you the story, Shay? Mm -mm. That he received on trade. Have I told you the story, Jeremy? I don't think I've heard this one. Oh, I love this one. (laughs) Well, anyway, of course, you know, we all look like thugs anyway. We're all wearing black and covered in ink and stuff. and, And we're driving this car and. We pull up beside this, this old lady, and at a stop stoplight traffic, and she—I mean, she was all, she was stereotypical old lady. I mean, you know, teased white hair, wearing pearls, had a little white dog Did with she, her. Was she her hair tall. Yeah, it was tall. It was tall, kind of bluish well, tint, and she had she was driving a Lexus. Mark Simpson style. She was she was, she was driving a Lexus. <laughs> And we pulled up in this loud, just evil '66 Cadillac with like a 472 or it was 425. I, oh. think, I think that's what the motors was back. 472 500s come Cammed. later. Uh, no, but probably straight popped. Oh, absolutely! It looked, <laughs> it, looked, it looked like something of an episode Head, of the Munsters, honestly. Headers only. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and, and it was. Well, anyway, we pulled up at this traffic light, and and we're sitting there in the front seats, and this old lady, bless her heart, she looks over at Ed, and Ed looks at her. And he had this just shit-eating grin. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. He kind of looks down, and he would look up at you from the white of his eyes and just grin. And he holds his hand up, and he taps his watch at her and points at her. 
girls and clutches her dog, and we just take off. Oh, I can God. picture that oh, in my mind. Oh, that's yeah. one of the best that's, I've heard in my life. That, <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm dying. No, if, if I'm lying, I'm flying, and my feet ain't left the ground. Oh, that's, my goodness. that's as true as it comes. Wow, that's a great story. <laughs> that is a very awesome story. That is one of my favorite stories of all time. I, I miss stuff like that. Oh, my God. And in the grand scale of things, it didn't hurt anybody. No. You know, that was just out, us out having a good time. and. <laughs> I mean, granted, she might have had a heart attack, but well, now that I think about it, I don't remember seeing her leave that light. <laughs> she was probably scared. Case oh, was wrong. Well, wow. Oh. That is wonderful. He would put me in the back of the car sometimes. Uh, it had windows. And as we were leaving a traffic light, I would jump up and scream and slap the windows, whoever we were beside <laughs> in, in, in traffic. He almost got me to do that to a cop once. That's when we quit that game. <laughs> Not good times. Well, that would have that would have not went well. No. Oh God! <laughs> yep, this is pretty much what this episode is going to be. Sorry in advance. So, how many times have you laid out in front of a cop and he'd be confused of why you just did that? I done it today in Virginia. Did he look at you like he's going to write you? I ticket? can't believe you drive that truck in Virginia. Yeah, I can't day. either. I mean, like Virginia's it, for tickets. Oh yeah. Did you get a ticket? No. Wow. I was oh, in the parking lot. So technically, I don't think they can actually write me a ticket. And then I walked into the store, and by the time that I come out, he was gone. So He might not care either. Well, in Kentucky, I mean, you couldn't have a moving violation on private property. It's not a public road. So, yeah, you could you could actually drag through the parking lot unless the property owner you know, complained. That's really nothing you can really do. Is that true? Well, I mean, you know, literally, dude, if you go out in your own property and you're not disturbing the peace... You drag through the, the parking lot that you own. Oh, that's true. The cop can't come over yeah, and say anything. True. So, you know, let me extend that a little bit. If you drag through, like, my work parking lot, I'm not going to say anything. So, yeah, they can't come over and, and, and arrest you for doing something that's not I'm, illegal on private property. I'm going to be honest. Cops in different areas are entirely different. The cops over in this area are the greatest cops ever. Oh, yeah. They are the, they are just amazing people. I have passed them going 70 miles an hour. They don't even tap their brakes. <laughs> it's the greatest thing. I wish I had something that would do seventy mile an hour. I actually seen a white. Uh, I see. I seen a Whitesburg cop. God, Jeremy, I have. I, I, I identify with that way too much. I, I actually seen a Whitesburg cop pull somebody over the other day, and my only thought was, "Oh my God, what did you do to get pulled over?" There's a couple of new cops in town. Still. Got to build their name up. Yeah, they don't. They don't know yet. Uh, so they'll get there. They'll get there. <laughs> they'll get there. They'll get there. They'll get there. Every, cops over here are really cool. Everybody should have cops like these guys over here. You know, they when, only bother somebody whenever they're actually doing something horrible. Sooner or later, when we actually do the Rattle Can Nationals episode of this podcast, yeah. and we're going to bring a few people on to interview, one of the people we're going to bring on to interview is Police Chief Tyrone Fields. Oh, I like Tyrone. Yeah, Tyrone's cool as, cool as could be. And, uh, you know, he's he's been through almost every hatch. Yeah, I feel so sorry <laughs> he's been for him. Oh, my God, I feel so sorry for him. I think the first time I ever talked to Tyrone, I was uh, not of the sober nature. Uh, right, yeah. And I offered him alcohol. If he was at Heritage, I don't think anybody was sober. That's true. Uh, <clears throat> Besides Lee. Lee's, Lee's the only I, person sober. Rat, rattle can national. I don't think he was at his own show. <laughs> no, that I was more seen... for the sober part. <laughs> I, I I don't think he was at his own show until the last day. Hand out trophies. Yeah, and then run. <laughs> run before the old mans with the old cars complain that they didn't win something. God, man. No. Uh, you all have done a, one of those shows, right? What's M- that? Muscle car shows. You mean like, have I went to them? No, have you ever ran one? No. No. Well, I mean. I have. The It's awful. The fir- Okay. So the Rattle Can Nationals technically started in September 2003. 
in September 2002, I put on a show called the Mountain Heritage Festival Car, Truck, and Bike Show, the 22nd annual, because I took over the festival of, uh, you know, the festival event, kind of similar to what no, you did. That's yes, pretty well. But even then, because of, I guess, at, my, at that point, you know, people kind of knew who I was and stuff in 2002, so it was almost predominantly mini trucks. You I know, mean, I advertised for mini trucks to come to that show, and I didn't have a single one. I guess that show probably had 120 cars, give or take, and yeah. I bet 80 of them were minis or mini-inspired. Really? I and couldn't, I couldn't the, get a single one. And that was the highest number of classic vehicles that I ever had, and that went down. Now, the classic guys that did come, I loved them. They were awesome because they understood what they were coming to. The only time you'd ever have any problems was like, you know, they would talk to a buddy. Say, oh, you need to come check out this show. It's awesome. And then they come like, well... Where's the crybaby dolls? <laughs> Why isn't Buddy Holly playing? You know, and just on and on the, and on. The, My the wife song? can't buy candles nowhere. And <laughs> oh, come on! Have y'all ever seen that? Yeah, candle vendors at shows. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't anyway, um, but no. So the people that come and there's a couple guys I can actually name by name. Got him, Greg Caudle around here. Uh, do you know Greg? Um, Jeremy, Gabby, they call him. He had an article in the Mountain Eagle about fishing every week. He had a, a, a 62 maroon Impala and uh, Did it, was it laid skinny out? guy, long beard. He was a coal miner. Was yeah, yeah, I know the well, car. Okay. Well, anyway, he was an old car guy. And, hell, he ended up getting a mini truck. Did he? Yeah. Why didn't he just slam that? And he down? was, I mean, he. I, I'm going to guess he was in his, his late 50s maybe. Hell yeah. He was an older guy. Yeah, that's awesome. He because he wanted to he's wanted to try it. It's what he told me. He said, "I want to do what you guys do. You all look like you have a lot of fun. I want to get into this." And he did. And I'm, I thought it was awesome. There's something that no one can ever say about mini trucking that it's not fun. That's so, that's I, true. I mean, literally, we we may break and may risk ourselves dying, but it's it's fun for most. If it part. wasn't fun, we wouldn't do it. Exactly. This is not a status thing for us. No. You know, no, I don't walk around like, oh yeah, I'm a mini trucker. Worship me. I'm probably so, wearing a shirt that says, oh, yeah, I'm a mini trucker, worship me, but whatever. <laughs> so You probably are. I probably am. Uh, or something free shirt that somebody's got me. mini truck shirts black? I don't know. I'm too old for it. They're too hot. Wow. <laughs> they really are, man. It's the best color. <laughs> well, I'm fat. I don't you, want to say You're skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I walk around with a black shirt in the sunlight. I'm like, I'm Jeremy gonna, doesn't. Gonna Jeremy doesn't sweat. He's like a dog. He just pants occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> you and I, we don't need black. No, so. man, I, I think to myself every time I go to pick out a shirt, I'm like, I need something that's blue or red or bright orange or something. You know, <laughs> I, it was so funny. Like, baby blue shirts. The baby blue shirts. Going back to Pigeon Forge back in the early days, back in the mid to late 90s. Mm -hmm. You know, my ideal going to Pigeon Forge when I was a teenager, when I was 17, 18, 19, was going and, and, and hanging out. And I never went to the show. So, like, that last day, I would try and go get a shirt. And by that last day, and I never understood why Charlie Cobble always did this and put on the original Mid Truck and Nationals. He had, like, the worst shirt colors ever. And, like, by the last day, you could go there. I'm like, do you have a white shirt? No, but we have chartreuse and taupe. You know, and they were like this, like you could get brown <laughs> and like burgundy. I'm like, what? Why? I wouldn't mind a burgundy one. Well, you're wearing burgundy right I now. I like burgundy. Okay. But, but one of my favorite colors of a truck is burgundy. But the, the nice brown. wine red. They literally had brown. I don't know about brown. And occasionally you could look out and get a lime green shirt. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I got a lime green one once or twice, but but no, they were just awful. I could last do a taupe shirt, too. Taupe. I mean, I could. Yeah, periwinkle. <laughs> I, I'll wear that versus having to wear black in the sun. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> you, you wouldn't wear periwinkle? 
Don't even try to lie. Perry, periwinkle's a panties color, dude. I mean, just I'm just saying. I like, I just, panties go on women. I like women. Just <laughs> a <lot of> problem <laughs> <for me. laughs> and confuse young men sometimes. All right, cool. Yeah. So that is a good answer. Yeah, we just we just man, this deviated. Uh, well, you know, we're, we're talking about how we feel about shows. Another question: Why, why is why is it that that shows they play rap music? Okay, now no, no, easy. Well, in my, you don't. In my revolu- no, no, I'm going to. Okay. In my revolution playlist, yes. which I have got a jump start on, I do a lot of early 2000s hip hop. Nelly, um, Outcast, Crunchy uh, Ludacris. Yeah, so, um, I got I got country. I, like, I love early Ludacris. Yeah, okay. Blueberry and, Yum Yum and all that stuff. I like well, that. Well, I did like a. Uh, um, oh, God. Move Bitch. No, I can't and, do that and, one. Come on, what an <laughs> awesome song. The, the, <laughs> the clean version of Living It Up is hilarious. Because there's so many boops and bings and dings <laughs> blocking out the words. Because there's so many cuss words in it. They just couldn't cover them all. It sounds like an Atari game or an old ping pong ball game. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't think I've ever heard a clean version of a ludicrous song. There's a couple clean versions I had to make, but that one I actually found. Now, I actually made my own clean version of Basket Case by Green Day. And Why uh, would you do that? Well, I'm lying to my teeth, actually. I did not make that one either. What did I do? Uh, I did a Eve 6. Uh, I did Curtain, a clean version, because there wasn't one that existed. I'm trying my best to keep, you know, somebody's paying me to do this, and I'm trying my best to keep the music, because it's just background noise. Nobody is true. there Nobody is there to hear me. Nobody is there to hear what we're playing. That's true. We're just background noise, so so I'm not going to offend people. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to uh, yeah. I'm fine with offending people, but that's all fine. I was at, I was at a cruise in in Manchester, Kentucky, and I guarantee I told this story on here, and it's pretty bad if I'm starting to overlap stories. Um, but uh, you'll like this one, Jeremy. I was setting up the DJ booth, and I was you know testing things out, and it was a little bit louder than I wanted. So I took a walk, and I was listening to it. It was, going, it was so early. I mean, there wasn't 10, 15 vehicles there yet, and this, their cruises were pretty big. Um, still early. As I'm walking, listening to it, I'm going to go back and, and tune everything. This this old skitter jiggy said, "Hey, buddy, why don't you turn that down?" I'm like, I just kind of looked at him because you know I didn't care. And, Did and you he give said, him the, "Your stupid look." He said this. Hmm. He said, "Nobody comes here to hear you." And he was right. But then I look at him, and he's five foot eight and has a shaved head and a goatee, and he's driving a fucking avalanche. And I said, you think they come here to see your goddamn avalanche? <laughs> of course, then I walk off because I'm an asshole. But... Yeah, you could have you stepped on him anyways. Oh, I, just, <laughs> some old hybrid, man. Because hybrid. Oh, my God, hybrids. Oh, have it, we discussed no, anything of any merit in this no, episode no, at all? No. How many times have you had hybrids come up to your show and ask you stupid questions? Oh, you know, drink? I forgot. We never got Jeremy's stupid question. You and I gave a stupid question. What stupid yeah. questions has anybody ever asked you about your truck oh man and not not innocent ones because you know somebody asking a question innocently i don't consider that stupid i mean if somebody says you know know if they're hybrid yeah you know some some normal person that's not being a dumbass comes up and asks you a question on maybe on why you did that or doesn't it hurt when it drops i mean that kind of stuff i don't consider that stupid because they just don't know but have you ever had some idiot come up being like i don't know not even aggressive, but just just showing their ass, asking you a question that you know, like you know, hey, how high in that thing? Have you heard anything like that? To be honest with you, I don't think I actually have. Really, I have been asked, uh, how do you haul stuff in it several times? Like legit, honestly. Like legit, yeah. That's funny. And uh, to be honest with you, 
I haul all kinds of stuff in well, it. I mean, you literally took off from my house the other day with a 59 Impala dash in the back of your truck. Yes, I did. So, yeah, you, you actually haul with that. And, I, I, you know, I, I've seen that argument so many times. I, my whole thought is, do you think I fucking built this to haul shit in? We're cussing I, a lot this episode. Well, see, I'm just, but for real, though, that's I'm my gonna, whole thought about I'm it. I'm going to have to warn John Lilly yeah, not you, to listen oh, to yeah, his kids. Oh, yeah, explicit language. See, that's the, that's the whole purpose and why I built that one out there was just to haul stuff. Like, I literally, I built it to haul welding tanks. I built it to haul stuff you from work. You ride around on 20s to haul stuff? I ride around on 20s, bodied with a full bed floor to haul stuff. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, if I want to go to Lowe's and I want to buy a, an interior bathroom door, I'm going to go to Lowe's and I'm going to throw that in the truck and I'm going to ratchet strap it down and I'm going to air the truck up and co- or come wow. to the house. <laughs> I bought a 400 truck for this reason. He built us a whole truck to do it and rides around 20s. <laughs> I don't even change oil of mine, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the first thing that my boss asked me when I pulled my truck in. Uh, oh. To the shop the first time that I drove it after all of this, he said, "Did you at least change the oil in it?" And I said, "Yes, I did, along with the transmission fluid and the gear oil." And he said, "You might make it tomorrow." <laughs> really? Wait, wait a minute, that truck's five speed, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay, okay. People changed five speed fluid. I do. Damn, I should probably <laughs> do that too. To. Yeah, I, I read that once. Yeah, yeah my Is track it? car, I change it every thirty thousand miles. Your what? Track car. Your what? I got a road racing car. What? Y'all didn't know this? No. I do. The Impala sitting outside? No. No, 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 definitely not that thing. (laughs) Be lucky that thing don't bounce off the road. Yeah, yeah, that thing needs... uh, needs Are you talking about your Civic? No, my Cougar. Every bit of the suspension is oh, custom. About that. It's every bit custom. I forgot about that. I built that thing to literally drive every single day because it gets 20 miles to the gallon, meh, which is really does? great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it has all custom suspension. I built it to smoke BMWs. Mm. I don't. I like to make rich people feel like they're getting smoked by a shitbox. <laughs> gotcha. But I, I'm never going to drag race. I'm not. Uh, that's, that's okay. So... What do we got coming up, guys? Uh, we got down for Dennis this weekend. Down for Dennis is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you what, another one, Laws of Gravity, is this weekend. The show in Ohio. That yeah. is a badass show. Is it really? Yeah. It's a cool it's name. It's a badass show. Yo, God, yeah. <clears throat> it's a really cool or, I'm name. I'm sorry, it's, it's, it's a, it, I'm an idiot. Laws of Physics? Laws of Physics, thank you. That's still a cool name. Yeah, I know I'm, the show. I don't know why I said that. Uh, uh, Synapse is not firing. That's still the truth now. Does the show name matter to you before you go to the show? What do you mean? Like, if you heard the show name and it was stupid, would you go to it? If you heard it was still a good show. Yeah, I don't care with the comment, dude. But I can... does the name resonate with you more later? It makes you want to go back because you're like, mentioning the show name. It's like, that's a cool name for a show. Dude, it could be Unicorn Fest. And I'm, I don't <laughs> you, care if it's you, a good show. I would show. go to something called Unicorn Fest anyway. I would too. I just want the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a unicorn... Is that flying like, over that, top what of the truck? Call, what do they call those My Little Ponies nutcases? Is it uh, bronies? Br- brownie, brownies? 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 No, brownies is Baby Girl Scouts. Oh, <laughs> bronies. Bronies. <laughs> bronies, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, oh, no, I don't care about that. Why brownie. is that a thing? Brownies? Bronies? Bronies. I just don't understand that. They're they're adult men. We're watching My Little Pony and yep. acting it out. Yeah, that's do. weird. Furries. 
Also weird. So says the three guys sitting in a tiny room talking about trucks with holes in the beds. That's fine. They're trucks. There's nothing more manly than a truck. This is road dozer language. Wow. <laughs> so like, I have uh, a question now. This is a bro dozer one. Well, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. I'm talking shows now. Oh, I, don't, I don't, I don't care about bro dozers. I'm over it. I'm not. Um, this, is, this is a good one. Okay. Well, we'll get back to it at some point, probably. Even though we're going to wrap this up in a few minutes. The uh, uh, shows names. No. Don't, don't you find the name to be very important? Sometimes. Because some shows, the name kind of defines the purpose of the show. But there's not a lot of those. I would and agree I'm, with that one. And I don't even mean necessarily as saying something very obvious, but like sometimes there's an underlying motif to the show or, or a energy, if you will, about that show that the so name kind of defines. it needs to be on a play on words. Sometimes. Well, okay. What's your favorite show name ever? Oh, let's see here. Favorite show name ever. What's yours, Jeremy? So many come to mind. I actually like quite a few of them. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> if you want to go iconic, you can say Mini Truck and Nationals because that says exactly what it is. It's very it is a national name. level event for Mini Trucks, you know. Uh, but then, like. I like Laid Out a whole lot. Let out the park. Yeah, I really always. No, like I agree because it, it's just like a relaxing name. What's the What's the RA one? Relaxing in the park or something like the, that. The new one is relaxing in the park. The one in St. Louis. Yes, I always thought that was kind of good. Uh, Battle in Bama. It's a yeah, really cool Battle name. in Bama. That's a real, because it's on or near battleships. I mean, yeah, that's, 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 that's really rad. cool. That is pretty um, rad. Uh, I'd love to go to that show. Lone Star Showdown because it's in Texas. Okay, fair enough. Uh, that's a really cool mm-hmm. name too. Slammed enough because oh, it's sl- slammed sl- enough. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> another good one. Uh, but then there, I mean, Sparks in the Ozarks is a great. That name. is a great one. Camp and Drag is a game. I, I started name. to say yeah, Camp and Drag. Camp yeah, that, and Drag is a really name. good one. Um, the, the Laws of Physics one is really cool. Basically, tell you the truth. It, I, I can't believe I screwed up their name. <laughs> I, I'm having. Uh, I must have had a seizure or something. <laughs> what is what is the I club? Mean, you originally is it is it? Oh God. <laughs> I can't okay. even think of that one oh and god. I'm normally pretty good at that it's not a sort of gravity what's the name of that club oh my god I can't believe I'm blanking this because they're great guys that I've ever spoke to I mean that's Brian Riggs's crew up there and all those guys are just awesome and, I, and I'm totally drawing a blank okay cool whatever um, it would be the, vertically challenged would it no it's not vertically challenged it's something gravity Look it up, Shay, because I'm, I need to apologize for this because I'm drawing such a blank on it. Brian Riggs is in Elusive Fabrication. Yeah, but don't look him up because uh, I don't necessarily know if he's a club member. That's just his buddies. Look up Laws of Physics, the show, this weekend. Okay, Laws of Physics. I mean, I could totally do it on the computer here recording this, but, you know, that keyboard's like six inches away. <laughs> um, so I'm afraid of hitting the wrong key. Let's see here. Is it? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, anyway, blah, 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 blah. Other great show names. I thought Showfest was great. Showfest is a good name. What um, about Freak Show? Oh, I miss Freak Show. Was Freak Show really a car show, though? No. So, okay, Freak Show story. Party Show. <laughs> Party Show. <I> absolutely <laughs> agree. While you're looking that up, I'm going to tell a quick Freak Show story. And if I've told this on here already, stop me, Shay. Mm, go ahead. First time I ever went to Freak Show. Walked in through the gates, and they carded you. They went through the whole process, and it was a big old tall. Well, they should fair. card you. I should to say, do you blame them? They should. <laughs> well, just to give you an idea, you know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it's Saturday, I walk in through the show gates, and the first thing I lay eyes on, it's not the awesome trucks, it's, it's not, you know, all the vendors and everything. Ten feet to my right, there is a 89 Honda Accord with this dude on top of it and his lady friend in a very 
how do we say, suggestive pose on her hands and knees with her skirt flipped up over her back. And her gentleman caller is, again, how do we say, servicing her from behind. And there's about 10 people. Extreme gravity. God, I'm an idiot. There's about 10 people around this accord watching this young lady and young man do what young lady and young men do, but not necessarily on the roof of an 89 Accord. And they're like just standing around. An 89 zombie. Accord. Yeah. They're That's like, a fancy ride. They're like standing around watching this guy service this young lady in her little skirt. And like two or three of the people are like handing them money and stuff. And when there got to be too big of a crowd, he wouldn't miss a beat. And I don't necessarily mean that, you know, intentionally, <laughs> but he would reach down, slap the roof of the Accord. And the guy would drive to another place in the campground, and they would get a new group of people to watch them and hand them money, and he would continue to do what young men and young ladies do, but not necessarily on the roof wow. of an 89 Accord. Wow. And I walked in to seen that, and I'm like, wow. what the hell am I at? <laughs> did you, well, I have a question. When you first came to Freak Show, did you think it was a car show? Oh, yeah. You did? Yeah. I See, I knew better than that, because the first time I ever seen Freak Show was in Mini Truck Magazine. I never, I knew I knew nothing about it. Dropjaw had came to Harry H. Word. I see, yeah, I see. And, yeah, I know. I see the pictures. I was like, there's no trucks in these pictures. Which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some interesting stuff. Oh, I'd say you have there. I've seen some I interesting stuff. I think every stuff moment there. you're there is interesting. And I always like to hear Freak Show. Because it's one of the shows I really wanted to attend. God. I never I, got to. I always wanted to and never it's, got it's to. It's a dream, wasn't it? Uh, well, it's how, a... How old it, are you, Jeremy? It is a dream. 32. It's a, okay, he's actually younger than me. So, man, we weren't old enough to go. They probably wouldn't even let us in. I was. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. They, they would have been like... No, get the fuck out of here. It guys. was amazing as an experience, and some of those shows are just amazing as experiences. Now, I can remember a few vehicles that I seen there because Dropjaw always had some high quality followers, like the indoor stuff. And this show had an indoor component. They had 40, 50 vehicles inside. Yeah, and they were all like. They were nice. Top and of then line. outside, they were not as nice. <laughs> <laughs> For example, I was outside. <laughs> But I do remember a cool story. Uh, we climbed up on the top of Jamie Kelly's extended bed uh, to watch some of the stage festivities the first night. Is that night before it spinned or after? Well, I mean, he didn't have it actively spinning while I was climbing well, up I there. just wondered if it moved as you all said. Let me tell like... you something. Climbing up that contraption through the bed to sit on the bed was one of the scariest moments of my uh, claustrophobic life. Oh, I, I would agree. <laughs> the whole time percent. I'm sitting here thinking if something breaks, I'm dead. It's going to look like a, a contraption from the Saw movies. <laughs> They're going to find 38 pieces of me. Well, that thing could mash you to bits. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it literally could just mash you to bits. Like Did we actually have a purpose at all for this episode? I don't know. I thought we were no. bullshitting. This is... I, I think that's what it was, was just sit around and bullshit. Well, that's exactly old what Old stories. <laughs> I do like some old stories. We're going to wrap this up because it is getting kind of late, and uh, we've kept Jeremy long enough. You know, We could have added a little bit more, but we did kind of have the snafu at the beginning. Now, I'm the question I'm going to ask. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> come on, man. Jeremy, favorite story that you can come up with? What is your favorite mini trucking related story? I would probably have to say the first time I went to the Rattle Can Nationals. Hmm. I, and probably just because, well, actually probably not even the first time, probably several times. Let's see, there was one time that I got introduced to Oscar. Which oh, you met Oscar? I met Oscar quite frequently one night. 
Oh. By, by Farva. Did we leave? <laughs> really? Yes. So Farva introduced you to Oscar? Yes. I did not know that. It was, it was, um. Does that mean that, well, that, that don't make any sense. Really? Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. Oscar. Okay, you don't know Oscar. <laughs> I don't know Oscar. I don't know Oscar. Oscar wow. Okay. <laughs> at, at the at the H word at the Rattlecat Nationals, um, you know, everybody would end up at my house. And we'd have what, twenty five, thirty people there oh, just yeah, at least. truckers. And that was, you know, the after party slash the hotel lobby slash Nelly. And uh, <laughs> anyway, people would end up there. And we had this mascot named Oscar. Oscar was a six-foot-long stuffed catfish with these huge, long whiskers on it. <laughs> and we would take turns just beating people with it. And they hurt so bad because those whiskers were like whips. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could hear it. I mean, God. So as almost kind of an initiation, just being part of that inner circle, if you will. Oh, we would, I and I guarantee <laughs> Please, you know, some of y'all remember Oscar. Reach out to me if you do. Tell me an Oscar story in a private message, and we'll include it next time or something. <laughs> but anyway, Oscar was kind of a rite of passage, almost an initiation. So you had to beat you... the shit out of your friends with a whisker to be kind of included <laughs> in that group. I well, guess so. Really? Now, did you got to beat people too with it, didn't you, Jeremy? Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, that, you would get to, you know, whoever. You, you just didn't always take the beating. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all sitting on the. See, that's funny because I thought the sketch story was your introduction to Oscar. So it was Farva? It, well, we was all there. It was... well, hold on. I remember this. I remember we're on the porch and we're trying to get Oscar or we're trying to get Sketch to hit somebody with Oscar. And we handed it. We're like, here, man. Come that on, was could... it. Was that you? That was well, it. Here's the thing. is Sketch missed. But what's made that story great is we were trying to get to Come on, man. Hit him with Oscar. He's like, no, man. I don't want to. Come on. Do it. Do it. No, man, I, I don't want to hurt him. Do it. He was like, no. And all of a sudden, it's just like his eyes went red. He grabbed the damn fish and swung it as hard as he fucking could. <laughs> and he missed, but he hit the wall of the house. The mailbox fell off the house. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're, we're all just staring, just like, what kind of pent-up rage did you just expel? <laughs> God, Like, I if he would have hit somebody, it would have probably knocked them off oh, the oh, porch yeah. and yeah. halfway it, down the hill. Oh, it was miserable. And I'm pretty sure in front of that house is just, a hillside, isn't it? Oh, it was what, a rock what? rock wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they would have lived through it. That's great. You about murdered somebody. I hope you all feel good about that. Uh, you know, when when I had to empty that house, when I finally sold it, I had to get rid of Oscar. It was just a, such a mess trying to get everything out. There was so much old stuff. And what am I going to do with a six-foot stuffed catfish with one whisker? Where, where do you even find something like Some <laughs> random home and garden store had this monstrous selection of large game of fish. Huh. That I'm, is random. I'm going to have to buy it. You know, a lot of the mini truck shows that we used to go to, people were stupid sometimes for the, for the sake of being funny, not ignorant. And, and, like, I remember so many shows where people would get, like, a pizza delivery sign and then, like, white out over it and write their own messages on it, you know. <laughs> I mean, for example, your girlfriend sucked my you-know-what because I'm a negative camber. You know, I have seen that with my own eyes. And, uh, and you know, I, I could I can remember t- times that we tied Oscar to the roof of a bag truck and we've cruised through towns before. I mean, I remember that. And that is so dumb when you look back on it. But, again, what did that hurt? Nothing. You know, it's Absolutely okay. Nothing. It's okay to be a little silly sometimes if it's in because you're enjoying. And, and, and just as a message in this, us sitting around telling stories, 
Drop the fucking drama, people. And and that's the whole point of just us telling stories like this. There is no place in this world for stupid, dramatic, backbiting BS. You know, leave leave all the drama at home. When you go out and enjoy the mini truck world, enjoy it. Do stuff that's fun, that makes you smile. It may be be a little silly, but it makes a good memory. I mean, I I didn't really have to do with any of the drama in the mini truck world ever. I really never did. But when I went to the Rattlecoe Nationals, it was like everybody already knew each other, and they were all friends with one another. See, I think that's what made it. That's the truth. I'd walk around and talk to these random-ass people I'd never met before, and they were some of the coolest people I'd ever talked to. I have no idea what their names are. No idea. Even when I was sober, I didn't remember what their names were. <laughs> I met so many people there that, I mean, to this day, I still talk to 90% of them. I, I never ask anybody's names. I have the worst habit of not asking names. I'll sit there and talk to somebody for like two hours, not ask their name. Now, I always remember normally, people by trucks. It, it's, that's exactly yeah, well, what they, I most started Most of them want to buy trucks because most of the time I end up talking to people over by the hotel. It's funny. I remember going to Late Out of the Park several years ago, and it was one of those things. Somebody recognized you, and, and I just didn't recognize them. And and uh, we're trying to fill it out, trying to figure out who because they, they know me. Hey, Lee, what's going on? And uh, I'm talking to them and stuff, and I'm like, well, man, you know, How's everybody? Like, oh, they're all fine. So I'm like, damn, he didn't give me nothing there. (laughs) Then I'm like, well, how's the club doing? Because I'm just assuming he's in a club. He's like, oh, yeah, it's great. Oh, come on. I'm like, where's your new truck at? And I'm just fishing. And the guy looked at me. He's like, I'm leaning against it. And he was. Like, oh, you painted it. He's like, nope, factory paint. I'm like, that's cool, man. I'm going to bounce. It's good good seeing you. Don't, Don't feel bad. I do that at every show, and I'm like, what is that guy's name? Oh, you got that? <laughs> literally, uh, I have literally asked people that I don't know who they are, what, who somebody else is. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. Like, so what's that guy's name? He knows my name. I need to take Jeremy with me pretty much to every show just for that. He's a translator. Who is that? Because he'll know. Well, who's that? What's that guy's I name? I won't know, and he'll know. So, Oh, my God. O- only at times. Oh, and there's no, times no. you you stump me. But guess what? What? I found out. And and it, it took me by surprise because I didn't know. So I'm scrolling through Facebook the other night. And you remember the other night when me and you was at the garage just sitting uh-huh. there talking. Uh-huh. And the Little Shop special came up, the Blazer. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. We talked for probably a good hour about. We were trying to determine what years it had been to the Rattlecan Nationals. Yeah. Yes, yes. I remember it. Well, I didn't know that it got sold. Ah. Uh-huh. And I didn't know that somebody else it got had finished had and got finished. Yeah. I did not know that. If I'm and not mistaken, it was actually on the cover of Mini Truck and again finished, wasn't it? Or was that after Mini Truck and had already went out of business? <sighs> to be honest with you, I'm not for sure on that one. Okay. I remember it was on the cover of Mini Truck and when it was a primer, when it was a blue and black primer. Yes. Uh huh. Because they uh, shot. I tell you what, they shot it at Havoc because I was hanging around in the background in that photo shoot. Uh, also, shot a good it, name for a show. Havoc and Louisville. I completely forgot about that show. To yeah. be honest with you. Did you go with me one year mm. to Havoc? I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever went to Havoc. I was thinking you went. The last. The last. You weren't there I the went, year. You weren't there the year that JW got the girl topless in the back room of the media room and the pic. Never mind. No, no, okay, I wasn't. Cool. Th- I wasn't at that. All one. right, sweet. The last time I was at Louisville, me and you drove for a, a good <laughs> solid mile, mile and a half on the wrong side of the on the interstate. Jeremy, <laughs> we, how do you all alive? We went 10, no, he's wrong. We were doing that. We we drove in the wrong lane in construction for like 15 minutes in the middle of the night in a rainstorm with no wipers. No clue. No clue that we was how, on the opposite side of the road. How are you all alive right now? 
the power of Jared Cheek because he was with us, <laughs> and I think he's a very lucky man. Wow. I forgot wow, about that. I just that. don't know how you guys survived that one. We were on the way. That wasn't Havoc. That was uh, Southern Showdown. Yes. When, when Clint worked at the hydro shop there in Louisville. That was the first time I got to meet Clint. Really? Yes. That's cool. I didn't yes. realize that. Did yeah. we judge? Did I make that up? We judged, didn't we? You judged. I thought you did, too. Mm. I thought you did, too. It's the worst job ever. I don't know if I did or not. I, I thought don't, you... I don't remember if I judged. As the worst I job think ever. I, I think I was offered it, but then I kind of backed down because uh, I'm, I'm like Shay. I... It's a horrible job. Yeah. I mean, it, that's like they're a show promoter. Yeah. So that's the same level to me. It, it would be hard for me to pick somebody's truck. Oh, it's not hard for me. I'm a jerk. <laughs> I, I just don't want to do it because I don't have to deal with their mouth afterwards, or I have to talk to them. There, there you go. That was That's a beautiful thing about reason. it is they had a bunch of judges, so it wasn't just me. <laughs> well, never been one of those with him. You know. Oh man, I, I, I've seen well, judges get cussed out many times. Back to the just back saying. to the little shop special, Jeremy, where that show was held at, where we were at. That's where that was shot. Did you not realize that under that bridge? Right where we were at, where the, where Southern Showdown was at, that is wow, where the, that yeah, is. That is that where that was shot, right there. Southern Showdown's also a good name. It, it is. Uh, what was Acro's big show? Southeast Showdown. Southeast Showdown. Is that yep. still around? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that in a in a while. I always liked Anderson. That town. Uh, that Southern was at, Tradition so. also. Good name. That sounds like an interior shop to me. It, 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 it does, but it's a good Who, name for a What show, show is that? Uh, hold on, I'll show it to you. I, oh, you say Southern there. Tradition? Yeah, I think it's what it's Sounds called. like a chewing tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Southern Tradition. Well, I'll, ta- I'll take your word on it. <laughs> yeah. So, Law, Law of Gravity is coming up, and Down for Dennis is coming up this weekend. Canton, oh, check this out. It's in Canton, Georgia. I have my Down for Dennis shirt right here. Well, that's a sweet-looking shirt. Yeah, yeah. I like it. That's pretty cool, isn't it? And we are not on the front. I forgot. That's me. Good I sh- job. I know. I suck. <laughs> I meant to send him sponsor money, and I totally forgot. Check this out, Jeremy. We're awful people. Apparently. I started to say, I just see monitors. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. You're behind a bunch of screens and laptops. I like that they and- did it in white. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't miss yep. it. I'm get it one of those that would have been cool. Oh, I actually like that. That'd be- well, of course, you see what's on the back. Been cool. I, I love white shirts. I think it's interesting. They literally digitized the actual feature shoot because Brandon Perry actually uh, had his paint gun and filled it full of like, uh, thinner or whatever and lit it. I remember that, that was a legit photo shoot for that truck. That is so is badass. Him behind it, the respirator, blowing flames out of his out of his paint gun. And I remember him talking about it, burning the hair off his arms. He wasn't sure if it was going to blow up or not, but <laughs> it was a hell of an effect. So. I'm not worried. I have to break that out for Revolution. Uh, we aren't going to Down for Dennis, are we? I just ran out of time. I, just, I don't have a truck. We have nothing to take. I, I, exactly. We, Unless we can, the truck we can is go ready. Walk around. <laughs> well, we we'll talk about it. I mean, we could. I we'll talk about it. Because that hill is just Bluefield. Yeah, it's not like it's, it's, not it's like a two and a half hour drive. I mean, yeah, it's not even a big deal. Uh, I went to Bluefield once for that for Down for Dennis. Yeah. And, uh, whoa, it's not Bluefield anymore, though. Yeah, it is. I thought it was still in Bluefield. No. I thought yeah. it was in Princeton. It's in Princeton now. Yeah. Is it in yeah. Princeton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't remember Princeton is farther or closer. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the shirt right now, but I can't. I can't. No, don't say that. Mm. Oh, well. Either way, it's not crazy, crazy far away. I remember Cody Goff followed us to Down for Dennis really? several years ago, back when it was at the Bluefield Mall. I know it's not there anymore. When he had the blue and white blazer. You remember the square body blazer he used mm-hmm. to have, Jeremy? Yes, I do. Yeah. I remember who he got that off of. Who? Corey. What was Corey's last name? Mullins? He used but, to hang out with Jeremiah. Oh, oh, um, I guess it was. 
the uh, uh, the dude that uh, JW got Babe off of. Yes, yes. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Last time I seen him, he was definitely different and had a hammered Suburban. That's that's the last time I seen him. Mm-hmm. He's into building custom motorcycles now. Custom motorcycles. Oh, that's a good, it's a good custom time to wrap the show, I think. <laughs> yep. Yep. Good time to wrap the show. <laughs> Man, Jeremy, I, I don't know how you liked your losing your podcast cherry. But uh, I hope that it was a pleasant experience and that we cuddled you enough afterwards to make you not feel guilty. <laughs> I think I've had a blast. Well, I'm, I'm glad. We've enjoyed you greatly. We've not had a full-length guest host yet, and it was a lot of fun just sitting around. I got one question for you. Are you still going to ask this Dan Brodozer question? It's, it's actually a story. Dude, it's actually a story question. He's been dying to do okay. this. No, hold on. Hold on. Now, now, I'm going to go ahead and play the outro music. We're, no, no. No, we're just going to fade you okay. out as we go. Now, does, you know, everybody wants to pull up beside you at a stoplight, and you're already you know, slammed to the ground or whatnot, whatever you're doing. How many times give they give you like a dick thing where they want to take off <laughs> flying, do a burnout in front of you like they're a badass, and take off? I had a Mustang do that to me on the way here. My point exactly. Well, we're in Letcher County, I, and Mustang I, I, Well, no, it was in pound, but Aww. it was on the way here. Like, just well, completely you know, revved up and then dumped the clutch. Boys. And uh, <laughs> I was like, why? And I've never understood it. Like a, Dude, I, I'm in a four-cylinder S10. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to rev up his 2.2, throw a dry shaft, sling a rod out the side of the block. I mean, it's not going to happen. I, I had uh, – I, I, it happens to me often. Pretty much every time I drive my truck, any worse than you? You? Man, we are making so many weird noises. I know. Tonight. I know. It's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the, the last – the time it always sticks out in my head is that it's a Civic hatchback – I was just playing music. I was at a stoplight, you know, and he t- he sticks his hand on the rail and does a stroke me sign. I'm like, and then he takes off flying. I'm like, really, Shay? That? I had to do it. You all had already done it tonight. It's my turn. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and I'm, I'm not it. My whole thought was my truck is a way that's the box in the back is over a thousand pounds. I have a four cylinder. What the fuck you want me to do? You know, it's funny. The few times I drove the Sonoma, nobody ever did that to me. Really? I wonder why. Probably because you had the motor to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. They probably went side like, holy fuck. Well, <laughs> that, and wasn't it straight headers? Yeah, it was always on. Yeah, so they, they knew <laughs> yeah, that they, they didn't need to mess with it. That's true. That's true. And it, did it have a hood on it? Yeah, I ran a cow. You, Zebra print cow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it was... I, was was it painted at that time, or was it just primered? It's funny being that you say that time. The V8 has been in it since 2004. <laughs> God almighty. Yeah. See, I'm I, so I, old. I pulled a four-cylinder. Somebody always tries to race me. I'm like, uh, yeah, this this truck looks like it goes fast, doesn't it? I will tell you 20-inch rims. Yeah. This, this has happened. Real fast. We were talking stupid stories a minute ago. Um, and, again, I'm not even necessarily making fun, but this is something that happened at least three or four times, because I can think of three different trucks that happen with. Uh-huh. Anytime I have a bagged truck on a trailer, never fails at a gas station. Somebody will come up and say, what kind of V8's it got in it? <laughs> Every time. Oh, like, my God, yes. <laughs> I mean, why? Because I have a truck that's hammered on a trailer. Why do you automatically assume, you know, LS swap? I mean, I, I don't. I don't really understand that logic there. It's low. It's got to be a drag truck. I said, my truck says I will be hurt on the back. I had a guy walk up to me. He pulled into the gas station after I was already pumping gas. He says, I will be hurt sticker on there for a big exhaust on it something, bub? Bub. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of my biggest pet peeves in life jiggy. is that people call me bub or buddy. <laughs> that is such a... I'm just, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here I am. If he'd looked at... If he'd, paid any attention he could see my exhaust it's like the what is it four cylinder exhaust one inch or something <laughs> factory like inch and quarter tops <laughs> yeah and i'm just like yeah it's right there 
<laughs> it's so loud. I rev it up. And it also reminds me of Bob Blackburn when uh, I remember that that guy asked him if that water was on top of his vehicle if it was a supercharger because he'd bodied that truck and it was popping out of the hood. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, and he wrote <laughs> not a supercharger on it. Did he really? Or not a turbo, I think is what it said. It was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it, what what was sticking out? Just like his, the, his alternator or it, something. It was, uh, Hell, his was the whole top half of the motor. Yeah. This was yeah. before he put the cabin take on it and stuff, I guess. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I got you. I'm it was it. hilarious. Someone actually literally asked him that's so why he wrote it on Are there. you serious? Dead serious. Funny, funny, <laughs> funny Bob story that we really do need to wrap this up. Well, it's not really necessarily Bob. It's actually a me story, but Bob was just, we always talk about it together. The time that you about killed somebody? No, we don't talk about that much. Okay. That's, although he, that was, uh, WSGS story. Any of y'all ever get on WSGS? Before Craigslist, before Facebook Marketplace, there was WSGS.ProBoards.com, which was the forum for the local 100,000-watt country music radio station. It was a buy-sell trade forum. Wow. I remember modified, not that. Well, it was... It was so, so skitter-jiggy. I mean... Um, <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> I cannot begin to tell you. Words don't describe how just the amount of inbreddedness you had to have to even just decipher this. But a lot of times you could get really good deals because everybody on there was either in a really hard place or maybe just trash. <laughs> and, and so they're selling stuff for next to nothing. You know, I mean, I'm selling a truck for $150. It's got to be gone today and that kind of stuff. And, and that's still going because I like to get out there and buy a $150 truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've sold a lot of vehicles on there. Oh, wow. Yeah, legit. Uh, yeah. I've not looked at it in years, but I bet you money it's still on there. But anyway, blah, 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 WSGS.ProBoards.com. Well, anywho, um, I put Whitey up there once. and The original? The original Whitey, yeah, okay. and I don't know why. I mean, I wasn't going to sell it, but but I put a, a pretty high price tag on it and stuff. And, and 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 you got several people on there that actually did give me props for the truck, which I was thought was pretty cool. And one dude got on there, and he was just like talking back and forth and stuff, and just like you know going on, which I was very flattered by it because anytime I ever got any you know props, I was really appreciated it, mm-hmm. and, and especially with that crowd. And I remember because Bob was in the thread too, and I remember somebody posting up like, "Hey, Bubby." And I'm sure it was Bubby legit. <laughs> hey, Bubby, what you really need on there is you need to put you one of them Z28 hoods on there. I know it can be done. I seen it. And, and Bob just immediately quoted that. as like, I know it can be done. I seen it. Just started dying laughing. <laughs> and occasionally that's how, we, that's how we greet each other. I never, I'll never understand that one. Oh, that's not, that's not a thing, though, right? Just to be sure, I, I don't. I don't know for sure <laughs> which part. The, the people actually put twenty eight hoods on. I know it could be done. I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> if you've liked the last one hour and twenty one minutes of this episode, episode fifteen, then be our one hundredth subscriber. Then be then be our one hundredth prescriber. Prescriber. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the whole WSGS forums. I think prescriptions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he obviously was on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So boxing boys. <laughs> okay. Let's try this again. Be our one hundredth subscriber so that by the time we get to revolution we can you know it'd be funny if we don't get any more subscribers oh uh, that's what's going we've got like three 99 for the all eternity right now (laughs) but we will do some live streams at revolution and definitely on the way down there absolutely i plan on doing you know some live streams facebook live on the way down there every stop we make 
and, and I'd love to get a nice group shot when we make it to London because oh, I figure that's I'd, where I'd the like most people will be. I like to have one of the big line of trucks yeah. behind oh, yeah. us. It's yeah. going to be coolest oh, thing yeah. ever. Yeah. Well, Once you know, we do that, my phone gets sucked into the wind. Well, that's what the GoPro's for. Oh, yes. Yeah, you yeah. got a GoPro. Yeah. And, and Tyler's going. And Tyler's joining from Weisberg, and he has a couple of them and more advanced camera equipment. Things like gimbals or dingles or hey, well, I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll <laughs> <laughs> but he plans on doing video and, and, and editing that video up on the way down. So he's going to make an actual production of it, the drag gear media thing. Hmm. So there's going to be some great photography. There's going to be great media. And, yeah, big line of pictures. Big line of pictures. Big line of trucks. Picture of a big line of trucks. <laughs> I love to see a big line of trucks. Yeah. And there's nothing cool. Could you imagine being a kid on the highway and seeing that? Oh my God! Well, that, I mean, that's that's why we're doing it for. So awesome. We can, you know, seeing that kind of stuff back in the day at the Mini Nats is what got me into it. You know, when we went down there on a weekend that was totally accidental with my mom and dad, and I looked around saying, "Oh my God, I want to be these guys. This is this is what I want to be when I grow up." You know, and I've still not grown up, yes. but at least I am one of them. <laughs> and, and if we could, man, just see a couple of kids see that line of trucks go down the parkway or something, and maybe we, just maybe they go we home. We create and a whole other generation. You never know, man. Oh yeah, you never know. But We're really, s- do do many truckers ever grow up? God no. no. I don't think so. Exactly. I don't know if any of them's really grown up. Anyway. Yeah. Did you ask your brothers a question? Uh, yeah, that was that was actually it. That's that's the kind of people that pull up to you, or like the, I remember that was uh, a bro dozer question. Well, this goes with the thought of Chris Wilson <laughs> telling me that every bro dozer was he drove down the highway in his Prius because Chris drove a long way that they all tried to race him. <laughs> they wanted to you blow know, smoke in his vehicle. He said it's the most annoying thing he's ever experienced. <laughs> you know, Chris is an experienced mini trucker. He's been one his yeah, whole life, and, and he's driving in a Prius. Everybody has to be a fucking asshole because he's in a Prius. <laughs> I wish I had a Prius. <laughs> you know, Chris and all of his six foot six lanky ass frame. I know. Getting out of a Prius is such a funny mental I image know. to me. Just watching him unfold. Once again, I tried this a minute ago, but if you have enjoyed the last hour and 24 minutes of episode 15 of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast, we don't want you to subscribe to YouTube because we tried reverse psychology yeah. last time and we made it to 99. So don't do it. Don't, don't be do it. our 100th no, no, no. subscriber. Yeah, we don't want to do live We don't anyways. want you. We don't want to do live anyway. Yeah, yeah. Just keep out on it. Uh, don't worry about sharing this. Don't worry about subscribing. Yeah, because you won't anyways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> But in all sincerity, thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. The fact that you have made it through an hour and a half of old stories with Shay, with Jeremy Dickerson, and with myself, LMC. Um, anything else for tonight, guys? Nope. I'm good. I think well, I'm all right. I think you're all right. Well, for my co-host, Shay Mullins, and for my guest co-host, Jeremy Dickerson, I am LMC. You have listened to the episode 15 of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast. Say goodnight, guys. I love cults. We know. See y'all next time. I reckon it looks like you've done wasted half an hour or more listening to the voice of the low life. <laughs> You're still in the spirit. Don't fret. Them boys will be back out of their hollers in just a week or two with the next part of this fine episode. Thank you for listening to the Lowest Common Denominator podcast with your host, Lee and Shay. See y'all next time. <laughs>